Welcome to the Team Builder, edition one. It's a new show we're doing here at Tampa Bay Cop Talk. Trying to, uh, we're talking Liverpool legends, Liverpool assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about this one. I'm really pumped. Yeah, no, we, we, we dug into our repertoire of like painful memories, great memories. Yeah. Like we went all the way through it to, to put this lineup together. Yeah. Guys, so here's how it's going to work. You want to explain it? Well, yeah, so I was just going to say, like, this came off the back of a question Matt Smith had asked us in our, I think it was our first uh, monthly, second episode, or second, yeah. our second episode, uh, about who we would take from the, the current squad and put in the 13-14 team to ensure we win the title that year. And so we kind of kicked around a couple ideas, and we decided to, we were going to make five categories, a sixth one with the goalkeepers. Yeah, goalkeepers are their own thing. Yeah, so starting from 2005, the first season of Rafa, we have... Uh, Five categories from which we, you know, had to choose players. Two yeah. each for defense, midfield, and attacking. Right. And so those categories were legends in a specific season. So it was a specific legendary season for a player. Um, always a seven. Like always consistent guy that you could rely on. Yeah. Busts. These were players who never lived up to the hype that came with them. Yeah, when we signed them, they were supposed to be the next thing, and then it just never happened. As opposed to, why did we ever sign you? As in, I can't figure out why that guy ever wore a red shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and lastly, underrated slash underappreciated players. Yeah, which was all I knew was going to be an interesting category. Yeah. Because that one's purely emotional. Yeah, it is. I like you know? that you need it, some emotion in football, yeah, you know? Yeah, There's no and, logic to it. It's just like... I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't appreciate him, no. but I did. You guys are a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Man. And then we took every goalkeeper that made one appearance for yeah, Liverpool. They just made one. So the list is lengthy. Yeah, it's inclusive. It's very inclusive. It's very inclusive. Um, we'll get I to that. I think them. we even said preseason. No, no, no. It was a, it was senior first team. Was I made it? sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. So some of these, I don't remember some of them, but they had an appearance for Liverpool at some point. <laughs> Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to run them down first, right? Yeah. So we'll, we'll basically go through our each category, who we picked and why. And then we're going to put the uh, each category into a pot, mix it up, and draw well, what? Yeah, I think we got to draw. We were doing five defenders. Five defenders. Five midfielders. Fi- midfielders. <laughs> middle, four attackers and two goalies. Okay. Yeah. And so. That, let's see. That's, uh, well, that's 16. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. You get five subs. Yeah. Five starting subs. 11. Yeah. 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 So. It's um, a game day squad. Yeah. So for each category, we each picked two defenders, two midfielders, two attackers. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we'll put the defenders in a pot and we'll each draw one by one. Then put the midfielders in, draw one by one. Yeah. Attack. And we're going to build our best 11 out of what we get. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to. Got to think formations, you know? <laughs> yeah, speculate the merits of the match. You get like three bus defenders. Although, <laughs> if, it, depending on the interest and whether, you know, we actually want to do this, I am a footy man player. Oh. I play the footy manager games all the time. So I can actually go and pull all their stats based on whatever season we want to. And we can set up fake teams and run simulations and see what happens. This is happening. <laughs> That's happening. And then we'll update you on the results next yeah, show. Exactly. <laughs> the next Team Mielder show, yeah, we'll get you all the updates. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's start. Let's start naming off the categories. Let's do legends. You, you name, name your six to go straight through. All right, so for my legends, uh, defensively, I did Skirtle in 13-14. Uh, he had like nine goals that season. He was actually really good. I, I, he's taken some flack over the years for kind of how his Liverpool career ended, and he was pretty sloppy for a while. But if you look back at that season, like he was a rock back there. We never really figured out who was the best partner for him. I think coming in, we would have all said Danny Lager, but 
He was yeah. never healthy. Yeah. And for a while we had Colo Torre and then Mamadou Sako and you know, both of them had some crazy moments. But Skirtle was there, solid, contributed <coughs> to the attack. So I put Skirtle in there and then I put John Arne Arisa, O four, oh five. Uh, his best season as a Liverpool player wins the Champions League. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Risa. Yeah. Love the guy. Um, all right, so for midfield, I did Gerard 0809. He scores 26 goals that season and was just everywhere. You know, yeah. I was, you know, was thinking about this. Back then, like a lot of the football journalists and like stat groups, they didn't even track assists. Yeah. Like it wasn't considered a thing in soccer yet. Or football, sorry. Yeah. It wasn't really, like, a big thing yet. Like, today we consider assists. I think that's part of, like, the FIFA revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, like, people are more obsessed with stats. But back then, no one cared. So I don't even know how many assists he had that season. No, but he was feeding just Torres. Was, yeah. yeah. All so, year. Yeah. He's <laughs> so, probably double digits, if you had to guess. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say, like, 11 or 12 at least. And then you have, uh, for my other one, Coutinho, 16, 17. He was just brilliant that year. He's the reason we make top four. I know he only scores like 13 goals, but I think he had like 10 or 11 assists as well. And he was just like the en- the creative engine behind that team and the reason that we make the Champions League. So. Yeah. I mean, him best, and Mane. But. That was his best form and as a Liverpool player. Yeah, it was and, his most important and, and that's how he earned a move to Barcelona for 135. It, it's what made it. yeah. yeah. He signs a what that five year extension in January, but then is gone. Yeah, six months later. Yeah, a whole yeah, a year later. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was. It might as well have been six months yeah. later. Um, and then for my attackers, and I only did this because you did not. Yeah, I had. To, I left you. I kind of left you some obvious ones. Like I didn't take Gerard, so I had. Yeah. I left you that. You yeah. know. Well, and you left me these two, and you can't have this conversation without them. And it's Suarez, thirteen, fourteen, thirty one goals. The four against Norwich. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was just legendary stuff. And then Salah from last year sets the record. Beast mode gets us to the Champions League final. So, yeah. yeah. Those are my six yeah. for uh, legends in a specific season. Oh, yeah, right. So, mine defenders, I took 0405 Hoopia. He's That was his best season. Scored yeah. a couple of key goals in the run up to the, the Champions League final that year. Slab head in his own. Yeah, right? exactly. The man could score a header like he kicked it with his feet. Yeah, and I love Hoopia, so you got to get him on there. And then I took 0809 Carragher because we had to throw Carragher in there. And he that was, was a, a great defensive yeah. season. That season was a defensive masterclass. We barely ever gave up goals. And, like, as opposed to 0405 where he was kind of just coming into the squad, this was a fully mature, like, probably peak power character so 0809 character that's right. why i took that season um next up midfielders i took 0809 alonzo it was Bastard. our la- yeah our last was like glimpse. My first choice yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was he our was last a- last glimpse of uh of the great Xavi alonzo basically yeah before he headed off for real madrid he was kind of playing to prove to rafael benitez that like why are you signing gareth barry look at me yeah like why are you do- trying to replace he was me like with full Gar- god mode that yeah. season he was unreal it would have been wonderful to have kept him his whole career, but yeah, thank you, Hicks and Gillette and Rafael Benitez, to some extent for that. Next uh, in up, the, you know, in the Make Us Dream documentary, I thought it was interesting how uh, Carragher was saying that was actually the best team yeah. that he had ever played in. Yeah, like the most complete team. When well, he looked you, around at Mascherano, you looked around at Alonso and Gerard and Torres. Torres and yeah, just like everywhere you looked, there was quality in the team. I was like, that's a good point. It's probably up until this point the last time we had like a complete. A genuine world-class squad. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I think this is the only team maybe better than that in my Liverpool supporting career. Yeah, exactly. Or Same career. here. Life. Yeah, <laughs> lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Feels like a career. It is a career. Time, so. Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> Going through the emotional heartache, it is a career. Yeah. Um, I don't next... even stress out this much at my actual job. <laughs> <laughs> my next choice is qu- controversial. I'll, I'll say that. 
But I went with 13-14 Henderson as a legendary season. Yeah. He was running in, in that box-to-box, playing assists, scoring goals. But I know why you did it. Yeah. I get it, because we beat City, and then he gets that uh, red card. Red card. Yeah. And he misses the Chelsea game. Chelsea game. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people felt like that was a big part of yeah. why it didn't come together. And, you know, in, in many regards, some people would say that 13-14 Henderson was the best Henderson that we ever had. Oh, I would say by far. Yeah. I mean... And so, and I always got to back the Jordans, you know, got to get yeah. a Jordan in there. <laughs> That's the real reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's in there. Yeah, so a bit controversial, but 13, 14, Henderson. And then my attackers, of course, 07, 08, Torres, his first season was amazing. Yeah. Score that oh, first game against Chelsea score. Just comes out and bangs one in. It was yeah. like, we're going to be fine, folks. I mean, I, I started supporting the club when we had Michael Owen, and when Torres came, I was like, this, yeah, we haven't had this in quite some time, like a world-class striker who just scores goals for fun. Yeah, and so yeah, th- oh, threw him in there. Um, up next, I, I put thirteen, fourteen Sturridge to round out my six players because you know he was the the second. Because he th- has to fucking troll me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, he scored. He's got to give me shit. He scored twenty five goals. It was the best year of his life yeah. by far. He was part of that Suarez Sturridge combination that was so deadly. The triple S. That yeah, game. yeah. So I mean, I got I got to give I got to throw him in there. He scored. Tw- he was that was he Fair was class. Enough. Yeah, he, he he was part of that. I mean, he came in at the beginning of that season and scored the goals so that we could be in the position. To maybe win the title at the end of the season no, when no, Suarez was suspended. So yeah, and he scored some goals that you were like, "How the hell did he even get that shot off?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chipping goalkeepers just from the edge of the box and stuff like that. Yeah, he was so, great that year. So yeah, that rounds out the uh, the legendary season category. Up next, always a seven. All right, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so I'm going to start with the big Greek, another hammerhead. Yeah, uh, Soterios. Is I'm saying, am I saying that right? I can never say this first name right. Soterios Kyriakos. Yeah. Uh, you know, came in. How much did he even cost? I think it was like two million pounds. Yeah, he was cheap. cheap. And at a time when we needed a solid defender to go alongside Carragher or Skirtle because everybody was having injury problems, this guy stepped in a lot and kind of saw us through a pretty rough time. And then he ends up playing, I think, 2011, 2012, and I'll never forget. He's the one who puts that ball back in for Suarez when he goes on that crazy run yeah. against United and then chips it over the line, but Kaut gets the yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, He got the hockey assist on that. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. And, and I actually just liked Kyriakos. He was always consistent. You could rely on him to put in, like, a crazy tackle. Yeah. So he gets my always a seven list. And then my second defender... Not a long Liverpool career, but a pretty good one is Fabio Aurelio. Just a guy who, like, when we needed a left back after Risa, steps in, he could bang in a free kick. He was really good in defense, could pick out a pass. I just liked uh, Aurelio a lot. No, so he was class. Scored I, a lot of really important goals, too. Yeah, like that free kick against United yeah. was beautiful. So, yeah, he makes my list. Um, and then for midfield, so we both originally picked Javier Mascherano. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to change it. So I'm going to go with Genie Wijnaldum. Just because since he's come, he's actually been really consistent. And he, he does a lot of small things. Like this year, you know, he stepped back into that six role a lot of the time. And he's doing a lot of work that doesn't get on the stat sheet, that doesn't necessarily grab your attention. But it's super important. And I, I, uh, I like him a lot as a player, how he's just evolved to do whatever Klopp's asked him to do. Yeah. His first season, he has six goals, nine assists. Uh, last year, he pops up with the goal against Roma in the Champions League. Yeah. Like, after a little time out of the squad, came back and just, like, did what we needed him to do. So I, I love Genie. And I think it's been long enough this season now. Like, he has been our most consistent midfielder. So, yeah. Yeah. No, and he's in the game day squad, like, every game. Yeah. So, yeah. And he never gets hurt. 
knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. And then my other always a seven midfielder is a guy playing alongside Jeannie a lot right now is James Milner. Comes on a free. He's like the Swiss Army knife. He can play anywhere. Yeah. And he's always pretty good. He's yeah. never like total shit. Yeah. Anywhere you put him. No, and like honestly, now that I think about it, if you draw James Milner, you you can put him in your eleven wherever. Yeah. You can put him at left back, right back, <laughs> center back if you even want to. Defensive <laughs> midfielder. That's like a, yeah. I want to draw James Milner put now. Put him as a ten. Yeah. Whatever. Can, like, like wherever I have a shortcoming in my squad, I'm, I'm going to put James Milner over there. Exactly. <laughs> I like that rule. Yeah. All right. So James Milner is my other midfielder. Then we're moving on to attack. I have uh, Adam Alana, and I know that you know recently kind of his wheels are falling off a little bit, but um, hopefully he'll get it back. But during his his peak at Liverpool, like he was a super important player, did all these little things for us that kept us going forward. You can always rely on him for a crazy turn or just like a good ball. F- keeps fighting, wins the ball when it's just bouncing around in the box against Bournemouth that one time to make it 5-4 or whatever yeah, yeah. it was, that crazy game. So, you know, I like, I've always appreciated Adam Lallana's work. Um, and then my other one, I picked Craig Bellamy, who not a lot of Liverpool goals, but just you could always rely on him for a certain level of an intensity that the squad needed. Yeah, especially so, around that time. Yeah. Around that time. It was really dire. And then, you know, Kenny comes in to try to clean things up, and Bellamy was one of the guys that you could rely on, like him and Maxi Rodriguez. and Yeah. Just players like that were needed at the time, and they had experience at the club, and they just, yeah. Yeah, and he also, you know, was always good for, like, a, you know, the Barcelona goal, for instance. Like yeah. He, he scored Some big a goal, goals. Yeah, against City in a League Cup second leg that we needed to get the goal to go yeah. through to the League Cup final. Which we ended up winning. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he, he yeah definitely agree with that one 100%, Craig Bellamy. All right, giving you always a sevens. Oh yeah, so uh, I, I I loaded up for my defenders on uh, on fullbacks just because you need some fullbacks in the pot there, you know. <laughs> um, so we're not all playing three five twos or whatever. Um, so I went with Steve Finnan, who that that Rafa team. He was a mainstay, just consistent, always a se- like always a seven. Had his own chant. He was so consistent, not so much attacking wise, but defensive wise. One hundred percent, always a seven. And you got to have an Irishman or a yeah, Scotsman in the squad. Exactly. So. Um, and then of the the other seven I had at defense was Alvaro Arbeloa, who one of those Rafa Revolution Spaniards that came over, and yeah, he ended up going to Real Madrid and playing for ten years and holding down a spot. That's how much of a seven that he always was, you know. Yeah. Uh, he was always when he was in the team for us. Yeah, he, he, that was the time when we were probably our best defensively. Under yeah. Rafa, and yeah, he was part of that. He was a huge part of that. Yeah, I always liked Arbelo. I was sad to see him go. And just for the record here, we were aware we could have picked Andy Robertson, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to mix it up yeah, with the classics. Know. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, we can't just all load up 17, 18 players or, yeah. you know, 18, 19 players. So Obviously, we're going to have a few in there. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, always the sevens for midfielder. I had Javier Mascherano, as we said. When that guy came, it would, you know, he, we had the best midfield in the world, and he was a part of it. And yeah. He was always out there, given that intensity. You know that he was going to put uh, his body on the line for the shirt. and you Pick got, up a yellow card. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a red. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> um, score weird goals here and there out of nowhere where he just belts them from outside the box. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, um, you never do that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, and then my other midfielder for always a seven, Raul Morales. When you picked that, I was like, you son of a bitch. 
Because that was the first name that came to my head. Yeah, he didn't he didn't play long for us. I think it was like a season and a half before he went ended up at Chelsea or whatever. Um, but he was very good. Uh, I he, loved it when he played for us. He, he had some great games. He scored some great goals. He was really tidy on the ball. He was really c- clever and creative. A lot um, of skill. Honestly, at the time, probably was just above the level that we were at because this is when we had Charlie Adam and Stuart Downing and you know yeah it was uh it was dark days and Joe Cole but he, <laughs> yeah he was definitely a shining light during that time and he was oh he always was very consistent in, in his performances when he did make the team um and then my attackers always the seven I have Peter Crouch he's big but yeah he's red his feet stick out <laughs> of the bed oh yeah. yeah I love having a good chant at a at a, a Tottenham, well, I'm watching a Tottenham game with Caleb. You're just a shit Peter Crouch when Harry Kane comes on the TV. <laughs> he was a Tottenham legend himself, that Peter Crouch. But yeah, uh, yeah he's he scored loads of goals. He's way more talented than people give him credit for. Uh, my favorite memories of Peter Crouch is, you know, I started, I, I introduced my friends to FIFA like around 08, 09 when we went to college. And I would pick Tottenham because they were like a cheeky, like under the radar team. I couldn't play as Liverpool because everyone would get upset because I knew how to play with them. <laughs> and they would always get so upset because I, I would juke with Peter Crouch. Like, look at him. He's tall. He's lanky. There's no way he should be able to be this skillful. And I was like, listen, go watch some highlights of yeah, Peter Crouch. You don't know what you're talking yeah, about. He was, he was deceptively skillful and... He also makes the list because uh, you, you remember that re- recent interview where he was basically like, I didn't want to leave Liverpool. Yeah. Just, I was never going to play behind yeah. Torres. Yeah, he's know? like, I realized, like, yeah my, yeah, my level had been passed. But when he was with us, I mean. He was a quality player. Yeah, he doesn't give himself enough credit. He was really, really good. He and he'd come off the bench and, you know. Score you headers. Could, score, you could rely on him yeah. to change or make an impact. Yeah. He- bicycle kicks, headers, left foot, right foot. Like, he had it all. Yeah, he did. Um, and then my other always a seven attacker, of course, Dirk Cout. He has to be on yeah. this list. Just always yeah. running. It's so funny because we had so many heated debates about Dirk Cout back in the day. Because, like, I remember uh, some people would be, like, calling him donkey. Yeah. And just, like, you know, he's not good for anything but running. But, man, he he did important stuff. And he always crops up with a goal in the six-yard box. If the ball was bouncing around in the yeah. six-yard box, he was going to put that Name thing me away. another player that scored a hat trick against Man United in the six-yard box. <laughs> Right, right. Like in uh, scores the the winner in yeah. the FA Cup, yeah, to knock them out. Yeah, scores. Yes, that long ball over the top. Yeah, yeah. Carroll flicks. On. Um, scores against Everton, a late goal inside the six yard box to win the derby. Like yeah. way, way back. Scores a, the third goal against City in an important league victory. Yeah, exactly. That season. And yeah, the main thing with Dirk Cow was like, yeah, okay, he's only good for running, but like. There's you need players that are just gonna run themselves into the ground. It's inevitable. So okay. everyone else around them picks up their level a little bit. And yeah. Dirk Cout was the, definitely part of the engine room of of the Raf, the end of the Rafael Benitez like Liverpool squads. He was the engine a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah. I mean, him and Gerard were like everywhere. All right, so we got our six there for always sevens. Let's All right, head into the busts. The busts. Players who were hyped and never lived up to it. All right, so for me on defense, I'm gonna go Mamadou Sako. I think we paid. 18 million. Yeah. And just it never panned out. And then it ended so ugly. Yeah. And he just... was supposed to be like this French international center back who was going to help solve our defensive center back yeah. issues for a decade. And yeah. And then we get to the Europa League final and he gets suspended for a banned substance. And it was just a mess. Yeah. So Sacco gets in. Uh, and then the other one, maybe not his fault, but I heard his name a lot around the time. And then it just never turned into anything other than one. Bitchin' goal. Yeah, bicycle QPR. kick gold. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Coate. See, good player, but just never really made it into the team. And 
Yeah, you have to yeah. kind of throw him in that bust category. Yeah, he came over because of the whole Luis Suarez Uruguay connection. And yeah. We're like, let's get as many Uruguayans as we can now. <laughs> and we only needed one, apparently. Uh, he just needed Suarez. That was <laughs> yeah. it. All right, moving on to midfield, I'm going to go Emre Chan, uh, who a player who I actually loved. And in some of the games this season where we've lacked a little bit of dynamism in midfield, I think to myself, man, Chan might come in handy in these situations. But he never really lived up to it. Oh. We never yeah. really, he never really lived up to it, and we'd always have like those games where he just like would carry the ball way too long, yeah. hold on to it, and try then, something stupid, yeah, like try to lace a shot from like forty five yards out. You're like, seriously, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so yeah, it, and then and then he goes on a free, so it ended up just being a bust, really. Yeah, it was it was definitely not as. Uh euphoric as we all thought it was going to be in regards to Emory Chan coming in. Yeah. He was definitely like the hipster favorite for a while, but yeah, and then it just never really came to fruition. Yeah. Next guy is a guy who signed that same window after Suarez left and you know, we were all like, oh, his name Laser. He's going to be so fast. <laughs> 20 million on Lazar Markovic, which turned out to be the worst spent 20 mil we can't even sell him no yeah nobody wants this kid we're just gonna run out his deal and just let him go so the the news on lazar markovich recently was that he hasn't been seen for like months at, at melwood <laughs> and no one really cared because like you know who like, who cares right yeah. and then i guess someone started digging around and the club had to release a statement like lazar markovich has been injured and that's why he hasn't been at melwood and it's like, mm. like he's dead. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he, for all intents and purposes, he might as well be. He might as well be. <laughs> no, but yeah, he was he was on that Benfica side. They got to uh, the Europa League final, and he was at the time. But under did he even play? He didn't even play. In that no, he was he was an integral part of of their team. Yeah, oh, okay. He was right. yeah, flying oh, yeah, yeah, winger. No, no, but yeah. that was before he came over. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, he was part of that run for them, and he was supposed to come in and be this dynamic winger that we're signing part of this new Serbian uh, birth of rebirth of football. Blah blah blah. And yeah, he just hasn't he's nothing. There's a couple of moments in his first season where you're like, maybe like he hit the bar, and it's like, oh, you know, maybe if those things go the other way. Yeah. It turns but you out know what? as a general rule, you should never spend twenty million on a player, and then he ends up wearing number fifty-four. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like that shouldn't happen. The one highlight of Lazar Markovic's career is he turned around to slap the Basel player and oh, got a yeah, red card. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's definitely a bust. Bust. But he's only twenty-four. One. I was so surprised. I thought he was eighty-seven. <laughs> it feels like he's been around our team forever. Yeah, I, it's I, been a long few years. You know, I feel like I feel like he like you know. Roy Hodgson coughed up a hairball in the back boot room of Anfield, and Lazar Markovic grew out of it. That's how long he's been here. <laughs> I feel like that's – but no, he's only 24. He's a Brendan Rodgers signing. So he has enough time to go somewhere and get his career all back in order, but it's not with us, and he is a bust. You're 100% yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not happening at Liverpool. All right, so moving on to my attackers, uh, Christian Benteke, 32 million pounds, and aside from that goal at United so that we didn't get clean-sheeted, I can't really think of anything he did that was of importance yeah. in that season. And just played like ass yeah. in general. Like He was just super disappointing to watch, and then his failures just got to his head, like Loris Karius style. Yeah. Got to a point there for a while where he couldn't touch the ball. Yeah. Like his, he couldn't. I recently heard a saying on uh, one of the guys on the Anfield rap, couldn't trap a bag of cement. I was like, Christian yeah. Benteke? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, That no. made me think Christian Benteke immediately. Yeah, he was supposed to. Rodgers never wanted him, and then Klopp came in right after that and was like, I have no use for you. And then since then, he's kind of just fallen off the face of a cliff. 
Yeah. And Since then he goes to Palace, and they don't even like him. No, yeah? They think he's a waste. He used to be Belgium's number one goalkeeper. And, or number one goalkeeper, sorry. Number one. <laughs> maybe striker. he is. Whoever Belgium's maybe playing. Maybe he becomes <laughs> yeah. the goalkeeper next. No, so... Uh, he was their number one forward option. He's the number one goalkeeper for whoever Belgium's playing at the time. <laughs> no, uh, he was their number one striker, and in, like... It's not even been five years since he signed for us because Klopp's only been here for what three and a half or four years now. Yeah, or three, three year anniversary just came up, right, or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, because he signed well, 2015. Yeah, was it? Yeah. No, no, he signed under Rogers. He was Rogers. No, but I'm saying oh. it hasn't even been five years since he signed for us. And when he signed for us, he was like this 20 goal a season uh, Premier League striker and p- number one on the team sheet for Belgium. And now he can't even he's can't even get into Crystal Palace. Nope. The biggest bust fall on your face. Bust. Yeah, I Big absolutely, one. I absolutely agree. All right, and this next one, it's not necessarily his fault, but we, you know, we were super excited when we signed him for twenty million pounds. Well, all of us except for Rafa. Rafa was not excited one bit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking pissed about yeah. it because he didn't want him. And yeah. then he basically sabotaged him to make sure that he was a bust and gone by January. And yeah. that's Robbie Keane. You know, you see the way like Keane's interacted with other players like linked up with other players and other teams he's been on you think why couldn't we make it work yeah but it was just we had him play in a weird position and aside from i think he scores against arsenal was it and preston north end in the fa cup yeah really nothing to no. his time at liverpool was... scored arsenal at the emirates in the gray shirts and the red shorts. the red shorts that's why i remember it <laughs> yeah. it's the ugliest fucking kick combo i've ever seen in my life and like you get and the funniest thing like that was the most telling thing like he wanted to come to liverpool and i think he genuinely like was excited about it but then he scores away to arsenal and his spursy comes out and you're like yeah <laughs> you kind of are a spurs aren't you you're not really one of ours nah. and yeah gone six months later that was it yeah and that was that never really panned out at all no nope. Was That's it? my yeah. bus. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Hold on. Pull my list up. I was. I was just thinking about Robbie Keane and how. <laughs> I, know, I saw you going down memory yeah, lane. I was, like, I was oh. like, "Stay with me." Here. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> remember his days at Tottenham when he was actually class. Anyways, oh yeah. Um, my my bus uh, defenders Jan Kromkamp. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't, if you don't remember it, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be this Dutch center back once again, like gonna solve our problems for ten years. Once he gets in the team, yeah, he was shit. His only <laughs> memorable moment is he actually goes and hugs Gerard after he equalizes three three in the FA Cup against West Ham. <laughs> and that's it. That's the only young Kromkamp that I can even think of <laughs> ever showing Those up. Peak yeah, young yeah Kromkamp. exactly. Just being in the background. That's young Kromkamp. Krom- Krom- uh <laughs> Uh, next up, I had Javier Monquillo. Yeah. Supposed to be this right back. We brought him on a two-year loan with a, a, with a look to sign him at the end of it. Brendan Rodgers was going to implement him in his pass-and-move system. Plays him right out the gate. Yeah, comes out the season 13-14, and he's he's running out there. and he Doesn't and he, even finish the loan. <laughs> no, <spell. laughs> no, doesn't. I think it's the end of the first year, and we send him back. Um, and now he's playing at Newcastle. He got back into Atletico Madrid, where we loaned him from, and he's done all right, but for us. He was shit. He was a bust, absolutely. Um, in the midfield, Joe Allen, not his fault really. Again, like well, Chevy. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Don't tell me he didn't have opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had an opportunity, but you know, it was one of those where Brendan Rodgers comes in and he goes and plucks a couple players from his old club that he feels like yeah, can fit yeah. in. And then he, Brendan Rodgers, is the one that overhyped him for all of us. Yeah, no, that's true. And if it it's, wasn't, that wasn't his fault. Yeah, yeah. if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for the whole Welsh Javi comment, he might have had a different. Like people might have approached how he played a little differently and given yeah. him a little bit more leeway, but since he was labeled like that, instantly right out of the bat, you're expected to play. 
play a little level you can't because you're Joe Allen. Yeah. <laughs> he had a couple. He had a couple of moments. He was part of the diamond system that we played away at Old Trafford in thirteen fourteen when we beat him three yeah, 0 Yeah. And like he had his moments, but for the most part, given that now he's in the championship, charging and people, nobody's coming for him. Yeah. Have, did you see his re- recent spat with uh I forgot who they were playing, but he like there's a there's a free kick opportunity and you see out of nowhere Joe Allen comes running in and headbutts this guy and then the guy like tries to bite him on the shoulder and ends up biting his jersey. <laughs> it was all very championshipy, all very Joe we Joe Alleny. And yeah. So yeah, Joe Championshipy. Allen. I like that. <laughs> so uh yeah, I, I, Joe Allen unfortunately, you're a bust. And then the other one, Alberto Aquilani. Aquaman. He was supposed to come in and be the Alonzo replacement. He might as well have played in a pool. Yeah, basically. He <laughs> spent most of his time in the recovery pool because yeah, he was exactly. injured all the time. We signed him. He had a torn ACL. I don't know why we spent $20 million on a guy with a torn ACL. Since that moment, the club has made a rule. You don't sign players that play in purple. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you have a few in Yeah, right? so yeah. 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 I guess Mo Salah did play a purple at one point. But he moved yeah. on, got the purple out of his system, and yeah, he came to he, us. Well, he, went, he was at Roma before us, so it was well out of his yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. He, he had yeah. a buffer between the purple. So yeah. we need a, a purple, purple buffer <laughs> in order to sign you. Because, yeah, Aquilani just, he was, he yeah, was just, uh, Italian maestro, nothing, 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 nothing. Barely ever featured for us. Injured, injured, injured. And we, I, I most remember him for being in the squad when we got knocked out of the group stage of the Champions League. Yep. So yeah, there's yep. that. Thanks a lot, Alcolani. Um, and then my attackers, two big ones here. Mario Balotelli. Brutal. Yeah, he was a huge bust. Scored three goals. I have no idea what's gonna happen with his career. Yeah, well he's like, over in Nice just Oh, he's at Nice. Yeah, just being I'm like, when's he just gonna admit defeat? Go to MLS. <laughs> I don't think anybody will have him. No, it's too late for Mario Balotelli now. Yeah. It's too it's late. But China yeah, or Nice's bench. It was right after we got rid of Suarez, so he kind of had that expectation piled on him. He comes in against Tottenham uh, in his first game, and we we won against them. That was the game where Alberto uh, Moreno scored that goal. Yeah, just and such the, a toxic. Character. And the away fans are singing his his name, Mario Fantastico. Mario Magnifico, <laughs> and then nothing. No goals, nothing. Uh, Just it's penalty controversies in, in the Europa yeah, League. Yeah, he and takes it off the sc- off of Henderson. Scores a huge goal against Tottenham to put us up 3-2 and win the game and doesn't even celebrate, and yeah, it was, it was flat on its face. And then there was, like, stories coming about that he's, like, in training, he's like intentionally scoring own goals and yeah. like just dicking around. Yeah, being a yeah. So and Rogers yeah. never wanted him to be fair. So nah, it, it was just like a oh well, we have to spend more. Yeah, we need to get. A, there's a chance we can get him for 15 million. So why not? Wasn't even worth the 15 million. Mm-hmm. That's a that was a, a total like see. Careful with the budget shit. Yeah. Because he was on sale for a reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then someone who wasn't on sale, no. Andy Carroll. Charged a premium. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. A record signing for quite some time up until recently. It's just, you know, I, sometimes I wonder, because he scored a couple of good goals. Like, you think about that Belter versus City. He yeah. comes in that uh, FA Cup semifinal, scores a header. Yeah. I think two things. One, if he maybe had stayed healthy. And two, if he hadn't been replacing Torres. Yeah. Maybe things could have gone differently for Andy Carroll, but overall, also, thirty-five million. Yeah. Also, I think he gets signed by Kenny 
And at that time, there was a chance maybe that if Kenny got us something by the end of the season, we would bring him on full-time as coach. Yeah. And I think Kenny Dalglish is more open to playing a target man with Suarez sitting in behind, yeah, receiving. Yeah, coming off yeah. of him. And so Andy Carroll fits in that system, but then immediately we go get Brendan Rodgers, who's pass and move, pass and move. Yeah, and Carroll just had no place. Yeah. And, uh, yeah it, total as, bust. Yeah, total bust. $35 million record signing, nothing. And then, you know, his career's kind of petered out since, there, since then. Yeah, anyways, well, yeah, he went to West Ham, and he just mostly... Another treatment table. Yeah, exactly. Just career. Just been injured the whole time. All right, so those six for busts. Next is you know even worse than that. Why did we ever sign you? Yeah, like I can't figure (laughs) out how that guy ever got to wear the shirt. All right, so I'm gonna start with in defense, and it's nothing personal against this guy. He's actually like a locker room guy and a nice guy, and I feel bad for some of the stuff that he's gone through uh, post Liverpool. Yeah. But in terms of just like what he brought to the team overall, and like what is t- how you can sum up his time there, Jose Enrique was just an awful signing. Yeah, <laughs> like that never should have happened. So I understood like why we got him because we had been spending all this time trying to get a left back, but he never panned out. In no, anything. he didn't. It yeah. was just it was a mess. Yeah, and he, I don't think he ever really got along with like Gerard or. I don't know. Just Jose Enrique is one of those players I look back and I'm like, why did that happen? Yeah. The other one I have in defense is Danny Wilson, for yeah. who he signed from Rangers. And I think we were talking about this before. If the other club that he's linked with is West Brom, aim higher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we're just competing with West Brom for his signature, probably not the caliber of player we want. No, no. He was never good enough to be in this team. He barely ever featured. When he did, he was shit. Danny Wilson, why did you ever play for Liverpool? Yeah, supposed to be a Scottish center back. One, he was one million at the time too, which was a, a absurd for a youth player. Yeah, it was um, cheap. Yeah, but for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so moving on, uh, midfield, Stuart Downing. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah, both of the ones you have here are just—they actually—they're a couple. You shouldn't say them both at the same time because <laughs> they go together so well. They, well, yeah, they were signed around. <laughs> it's Stuart, uh, Stuart Downing and Charlie Adam. You have the crossbar specialist in Downing who just what a bust. Yeah. Uh, he was just awful. When his whole time at Liverpool was just dreadful and some of the most painful seasons to watch. And then Charlie Adam, who. I can't come up with two words to describe that his Liverpool career that aren't fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excuse the profanity, folks, but that's Charlie Adam for you. <laughs> I mean, I think Other about giving a, a nasty tackle yeah. and a bail on a hot day in Baltimore. When I when I think about Charlie Adam and I do word association, the first thing that comes to my head is Jay Spearing. Oh yeah. I go, Charlie Adam he gave Jay Spearing a chance. <laughs> exactly. He opened up a spot in the lineup for Jay Spearing. And I can't decide if Charlie Adam is, you know, if, if Charlie Adam is Jay Spearing light or if Jay Spearing's Charlie Adam light. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I can't figure out which one, which way. Which one's be. which? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was like, Spearing could make a list, but it would have to be like youth players who never did anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> youth players who had a 15-minute segment in preseason documentaries. <laughs> right? Jay Spearing. Yeah, that was... <laughs> We'll come back for Team Builder Edition too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all dream of a team of spearing. <laughs> all right, and then for my attackers, and I know you're going to defend this one, but it, it didn't cost much. I, and I understand why we signed him because we needed somebody in, but Ricky Lambert's time at Liverpool was just dross. Yeah. It was crap. 
I mean, from I a point from him. a point of adding anything to the team, yeah. Why did we sign you? But I, yeah, like like you kind of said, a local lad. He scored like ten goals prior season for Southampton. We were buying all the Southampton players anyways. Yeah, and I I think there was a sense that we needed this like target guy to come in late in games. Yeah, to Option switch two. how we play. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like, we just sold Carroll. What the hell are we signing this guy for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but. So, yeah, I can't figure out why Ricky Lambert ever really played for the Reds. And then uh, this one, and I absolutely loathe this guy, is Andre Voronin. Watching this man play football was painful if you were rooting for Red, the Reds. Yeah, like, yeah. it was awful. I could, I've never understood what anyone saw in him to get him to the team in the first place. But then he went out there, and you're just like... It just gets more confusing. Yeah. Every time he touches the ball, it just gets more confusing. Yeah. I, I don't remember much about him other than his ponytail. Yeah. Ukrainian international. I guess maybe we signed him because he played with Shevchenko. Yeah, maybe it rubs off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. we were hoping for a little magic there, but he, he was shit. Yeah, he just was. absolute shit. Absolutely was. Um, <laughs> all right, here's mine. This is a good list. I have to give it to you. Yeah. Def- you, I you took, took a lot I, of my favorites. Yeah, I, I, you know, I left you some legends, and I took all of the wide heavy signings. Uh, you really did. Defenders, Paul Kamczewski. Oh. Bald, oh. terrible looking. Only came because Hodgson knew him at Fulham. Yeah, basically. And they had once, a moderate amount of success. They finished in the top ten. Yeah, once Hodgson was gone, Paul Kamczewski never saw the field again for good reason. I no. think we immediately after that sold him to like a League One team, not even like a championship or lower Premier League team. Like We were like, oh, your level's actually like the fourth division of English football. <laughs> oh, shit. Why were you even in the squad? Uh, um, might as well have been me out there. Yeah, exactly. He is the grown-up version of the t- childhood or the child cartoon uh, Caillou, and that's about all I have to say about him. <laughs> He is the perfect. <laughs> and I imagine he's as whiny as Caillou is. Just and you know, Ca- you know, Caillou, like, nothing happens in that cartoon. No, exactly. It's the most boring cartoon. And that's basically his career. Yeah, exactly. Nothing happened. He, he scored a goal accidentally against Liverpool in an FA Cup final. <laughs> and that's it. That's another reason why I never liked him, because of that, that, that goal. Oh, yeah, you know, for West Ham. We just crossed it, and then he was like, oh, I can't believe I scored. <laughs> Uh, next up, someone who I think got one total appearance in his whole time at Liverpool, Philip Dagan. He, he came off the bench a couple of times, I think I remember. It was because I remember the season where we wore gray away kits. He was yeah. he featured in it a couple of times, but yeah. just nothing. Nothing. Like, I have no idea why he played for us. He came just so we could open the pipeline to Switzerland to go get Jordan Shakiri. That's why. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's why I figured that out. Um, in my midfield, Christian Polson, another Roy Hodgson oh. signing. 32 years old at the time. Why are we picking up a 32-year-old guy who's never played at a level that I even recognize? just garbage. Yeah, and once again, like, once Hodgson was gone, never saw the pitch again. Um, and my other one, Nuri Sahin. He was class. Yeah, that was a confusing one. But well, we never, never played him. him. Yeah. Just, just ignored him. Yeah, he could have been an interesting part of that Rogers revolution when he first came in. But yeah, he, we brought him on a year loan with, I think, an option to buy. And after six months, he was back at Dortmund. And now he's in proper part of the Dortmund setup. He's a pretty good player. Um, but yeah, for us, there was, why did we sign you? You know? Yeah. Next Didn't up, need to happen. two very, I mean, these are gimmies. Jovanovic. What oh. in the heck? Good. Like the antithesis of Dirk Count. Couldn't score in the six yard box to save his ass. Doesn't Couldn't, work. Yeah. Yeah. I just, his, look at his career highlights. 
Yeah. YouTube it. Yeah, no, it's there's hilarious. There's one video, <laughs> and it's him trying to clear a ball, and he just boots it into the air. It's fucking <laughs> straight. Yeah, in the it's air. outrageous. It was garbage. He also had this weird body shape to him, like his shoulders were too high, and he was like hunched over. It looked like he yeah. could have been, you know, the feature of Hunchback in Notre Dame <laughs> in a school play at some point. He yeah, had a very just, odd running style, and just all I think in he all was garbage. also Serbian. Just let's not sign Serbians that end in itch. Markovic, Jovanovic. Uh, yeah. Let's just stay. Don't scratch that itch. Grujic is Croatian, right? Serbian. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, the writing's <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Yeah, Third okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then my other one, Fabio Barini. Uh, he was another Rogers yeah, bust. Yeah, supposed to have a connection with Rogers. We were gonna know how to use him. He doesn't score any goals for us. He has a celebration coming in. You know, oh, he bites his hand like a fucking oh, knife, yeah. and never did it for us. The only thing he did notice, like of note for Liverpool, was he first Sunderland on loan when he was still our player scored against Man United. That was, <laughs> that was his peak. Yeah. That was his peak. <laughs> So yeah, I I never understood why we signed him because we really never used him and he never did well, anything. We really needed him. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was part of that. He was actually part of that class of uh, Ricky Lambert, Mario Balotelli, and Fabio Barini. They all made That's it an into ugly <laughs> class to be a part of. That <laughs> class photo. Yeah, they all made it into this team selector somehow. There you go, lads. That's uh, at least that transfer window was worth something. Yeah. So this uh, this selection process is going to be freaking brutal. I in the last category, underrated, underappreciated. Lead us off. All right, so I'm going to go with Lovren just because, look, when he's good, he's good. And I know, like, he's prone to a mistake here and there, and some days he just doesn't have it. But all in all, Dejan Lovren's not a bad player if you actually watch him. Yeah. Like, he just catches so much stick for the mistakes he's made. But, you know, he came back from Tottenham last year and got his shit together and performed pretty well alongside Van Dyke. And him and Van Dyke are not a bad center back pairing. No, they're not. And I just feel like he catches too much flack. And I've been guilty of it at times as much as anybody, but I, I think I underappreciate and undervalue him a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Uh, he's grown a lot in his time at Liverpool. The other one is a guy who just makes the list because he scores that chip at Man United where he goes over Van de Sar. It's yeah. Andrea Docena. And it's just one of my favorite Liverpool supporting memories. We're at, we're at the bar. That goes in. Mark jumps on the stage and slams this chair down, like just picks up the chair and slams it. And the table leg breaks off and goes flying across the bar in front of the bartender, who's like a Manchester United supporter. And that guy gets fucking pissed. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, yeah. he's like living. He's like, Mark. Yeah. Just screaming. And, but we're all just laughing and don't give a shit. We're yeah. just like, fuck you. <laughs> the fucking Man United. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wind him up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we just had a blast that day. And actually, Dosena, he was really, uh, he was really pretty consistent. He tried a lot, tried to give you a lot in attack. Short Liverpool career wasn't always there defensively, but ton of effort, fair amount of passion. I kind of liked him. Scored against Man United and Real Madrid in one week. In one week, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, I forgot about the Real Madrid goal. Yeah. So. Underappreciated, yeah. and he gets on that list. All right, so moving into midfield, I'm going to go with a guy who I used to hate. But by the end of his Liverpool career, it's just, there's no doubt in his value and his, like, his time as a servant to the club, and that's Lucas Leva. Yeah. And when he left, I think we all realized that we, at first, really missed like that holding midfielder presence. Because like, in 16-17, if you look at the end of that season, he was massive in getting us into the Champions League. Yeah. And against Watford, puts in that ball that Sean Bicycle kicks. So like he had his moments. Yeah. I mean, and he was, you know, come on. He gave us all a good laugh with yeah. that one uh, attempt at a screamer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah. Klopp was laughing at. Yeah, against yeah. Everton. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like we had, you know, Lucas had some really good games. You could always, and like Mascherano, you could always rely on him for like a dirty tackle and a yeah. yellow card. And before he got hurt the first time, he was starting to, you know, oh yeah, when leave he his mark his on the team. Yeah, yeah, he was really important that yeah, you're in that hurt when he went down. Yeah. Um, so my next one is John Joe Shelby gets in for flicking the V's at uh, Ferguson. Yeah. Also, man, that kid could score a belter once in a while. He had a cannon for a leg, could hit a 60-yard pass like it was nothing, and just had a ton of passion. I really actually did like him. I understand why he had to go, but I always appreciated Shelby's efforts, and he had quality. And I even look at him at Newcastle, and he's a big player in that team. Yeah. So. I think if he doesn't come during the Gerard end of Gerard era and gets immediately compared to him, yeah, that might, life that might be a little different. Yeah, <laughs> life might be a little different for John Joe. Yeah, and then in the in attack, uh, Ryan Babel, and I know some people are like, whatever. Like he scored twenty two goals in his time at Liverpool, and some of them are just belters, like. The one in the Champions League against Lyon. I know we lose that game, but he gets us back into that game. Uh, he scores against Arsenal in the 4-2. He just had a lot of good moments in a Liverpool shirt, that I and I enjoyed watching him play. I, I never thought Rafa really gave him a good run. Yeah. And then Hodgson comes in and basically just ignores him. Another player that suffered being immediately compared to someone else. He was oh. supposed to be the next Thierry Henry. Yeah, the next Thierry Henry. That and he wasn't that help. level, but the, he he did put in a lot of good performances, and he was a silky, smooth player. And Yeah. yeah. Was, I liked him. Yeah, I liked him too. Another silky smooth player. I, I steal a lot. Of, I still to this day steal this guy's moves uh, <laughs> when I play. This <laughs> Yossi Benayoun. He was awesome, man. Yeah. Like I loved watching him come off the bench. He could create shit late on, scored some really important goals, and set up a bunch of others. Like yeah. He was one of those guys that when Gerard and Torres were struggling to break teams down, you could put Ben Ayun into a game and he would help them get through it yeah. and, like, find a goal. I think I think we we won one at Fulham in 08-09. He scored, was, yeah, yeah, late. It was a really important game. Yeah. And that was just, like, he typical was Ben Ayun. Yeah, I never got upset when I saw him coming on the field or when he was in the team sheet. I was like, okay, yeah, Yossi. When we signed him, I was like, really? West Ham guy? Yeah. Mm, but it didn't but... cost much. I think no, it cost, no, like, he 11 million or something. He might have like even that. been free or something, yeah. Yeah, I um, can't remember now, yeah. but, yeah, it was like, every time he'd come in, he'd give you something. Yeah. So. He doesn't get enough love. I agree on, on that because he he's was, not remembered fondly enough, folks. Yeah, he was he was a big part of that 0809 team that almost won it the last time. You know, so yeah, he played a key role <clears throat> that season. All right, here are mine. Now let's hear Defense, it. Daniel Agger yeah. turns down Barcelona, gets "You'll Never Walk Alone" tattooed on his on his uh, knuckles. Yeah. Um, that's class. He was always you know he would score a couple goals from long range. He was yeah, very he su- very consistent. Uh, Defending elbows Torres in the face in his first game against Liverpool, <laughs> like li- like really that was a really dark time as a Liverpool supporter. And him elbowing Torres in the face was, was his bright spot. Was me being like, you know what? Everything yeah. will be all right. <laughs> we will make it through this because we beat yeah. them too. And I was like, yeah, we don't need Torres. Fuck yeah. Torres. But I I always liked him too because I we never really got to see it. But if we had ever gotten to see him and Skirtle as a partnership, like for a full season, yeah. I feel like we would have been. Like, yeah, really good defensively for that time. But he's just always hurt. Yeah, and he also now that I think about it, he scored the goal in the second leg against Chelsea in 07 when we went to the final and lost. 
Oh, yeah. It was a free right. kick, Gerard on the ground to Daniel Agger, and he puts it in the bottom corner. So, yeah, yeah I feel like, you know, he did, he doesn't get remember, remembered as much as he should because we didn't win a lot around that time when he came in. But, yeah, he was class, in my opinion. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, exactly. Next up, they have a little controversial because the end of his career was really, really poor. Yeah. But he had a run for maybe five, six seasons where he held down our right-back position, and that's Glenn Johnson. He did it well. Yeah. He offered a lot going forward. He scored a couple of really good goals. Yeah. I remember one against West Ham that was just like, where the hell's that been? Yeah. <laughs> I remember against Chelsea, he cuts in on his left foot and finishes. Mm-hmm. That was um, a big goal, too. He was kind of part of that uh, the first generation of like attacking fullbacks in English football. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of like the genesis of that. Yeah, he paves the way for a Nathaniel Klein. Yeah. Or even what today what we see with Trent. And like, yeah, well, not even just with us, but like you look at like Kyle Walker's and like, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. what's, what's the left back for Tottenham? What's his name? Scores the free kicks. Barrier? No, 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 no. The English uh, guy. Trippier. Yeah, Trippier. The yeah. The fr- <laughs> French, French sounding names of Englishmen. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, he kind of paved that way. And I always feel like, he, yes, his career ended really poorly with Liverpool. But before it went to shit, he was pretty consistent and solid. And yeah, he offered a lot. Yeah, yeah. and he doesn't always get uh, remembered very fondly just because of how badly how it, it ended. ended. But yeah. that wasn't all on him. Let's yeah. be real. In the midfield, uh, I've taken Didi Haman. Yeah. He was choice. just solid. Um, he was, you know, he was the the elder statesman for... Alonzo and Gerard when they first started playing in that midfield under Rafa. He comes on uh, in the second half of the Champions League, and he plays a crucial role in allowing Gerard to run forward and yeah. get us back in the game. Yeah, He was a very solid, like your typical, like just straight to the you know book German that is going to play the system exactly as you say. He's been a little cheeky in his post-career, being like associated with City and talking shit about Klopp and Liverpool. But Whatever. He, he was really, really class, and I just I, he doesn't get thrown out there enough when we're talking about, you know, at least in the span of like LFC Tampa's time in existence of being like class midfielders that we had. We always talk about Alonzo, Mascherano, Gerard, but Didi Haman was was class when he was with us. Um, next up on my midfielders, I'd Momo Sissoko. Mm. Um, part of the best midfield in the world, Chan, as well. He just, you know, he was in a midfield that featured Mascherano, Gerard, and Alonso, so he gets forgetting, he gets forgotten a lot. <laughs> Has an unfortunate injury to his eyeball that, you know, kind yeah. of held him back. But he was really, really consistent and solid in class when he came in for us. Um, you know, he was he was genuinely not just thrown into the best midfield in the world song just to fill out syllables. Right. Like, he, he deserved to be in that song. And I feel like he just doesn't get remembered that much. No, um, we don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we really don't. Um, but I think i, I got to throw Momo Sissoko in there. Next up, one of my favorite players. Was one of my choices. Yeah. That you, I was like, damn you. Maxi Rodriguez just yeah. would score goals. Just would, great song. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was like ten million or something, like really cheap. Just some attacking winger we got, like whatever. Bring him over from Atletico. Yeah, had an m- amazing chant. One of my favorite chants of all and time. And another bright spot in a dark time. Yeah, had a, like a South American understanding with Luis Suarez when he first got there. Yep. And it was funny because brought him in with no like hoopla, Maxi Rodriguez, as opposed to Stuart Downing. But then instantly was just way better yeah. than Stuart Downing ever was. Worlds. So, ahead. yeah, Maxi Rodriguez is my one attacker, and then my other one is uh, Luis Garcia. Gets it for the goal line. Yeah. That's... Just you, another <laughs> one of those players that, like, doesn't get thrown out there, in my opinion. He has a class song. 
Anytime oh, Chelsea, yeah. anytime we play Chelsea, he comes up obviously because right. of the ghost goal. But um, yeah, he came in, scored the Belcher against Ju- Juventus. He was kind of this like you know, we just bought him from Barcelona for like a small fee or whatever. Like okay, let's see what he can do. He's, he's Spanish. Rafa wants him. Whatever. There wasn't like a, a lot of hoopla around him. But then you know he ends up leaving. You know covered in glory and being at some points in time a key player in our attacking setup going forward under Rafa so yeah throw him in there because we need a Luis Garcia in there absolutely um now let's I'm just gonna run down real quick all, yeah, the, all the goalkeepers through them. here's all the goalkeepers in order of making appearances that they did from f- 2005 to <laughs> 2018 so Jersey Dudek you know Istanbul hero yeah Chris Kirkland, who at various points in time in that season was a starter until he messed up and then would get unseated by Jersey Dudek, who would mess it up and then put Chris Kirkland back in. <laughs> that was our existence back then. Uh, their understudy, who played uh, the away leg uh, against Juventus. Oh, that's right. Scott Carson. Um, then we finally solved all those issues for a long time, and we brought in Pepe Reina. Yeah. And now, so the guys that come, the, one, the guys that come after Pepe Reina's name, all literally have like one to two, you know, appearances. And they're all brutal. for Liverpool. They're all ugly appearances. So Danielle or D- Danielli Padelli, <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. He is a Liverpool goalkeeper. He made one appearance last game of the season against Charlton in 2006. Ugh. We brought him on loan. He was an under 21 goalkeeper for the Italian national team. And I quote Rafa: As you can see, he makes appearance for Italy. He is world class player. False. <laughs> false. False, Rafa. Rafa, false. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's a person. He played a game. Don't well, this doubt. next one, yeah. he, uh, he started, I remember, in an FA Cup game that we lost to some. I don't even remember who it was, but we should have won that game. Yeah. It was like a Havant and Waterlooville type. It was Charles Atange. Yeah. Who, where is he even from? I think he's French. Is he French? Yeah. I, that's what it was. And he's also unfortunately known for laughing at a Hillsborough memorial. So oh, yeah. it's not f- with fondness we put him in here, but no, yeah, he's but in he there. he did make an appearance. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, our first Brazilian goalkeeper, he started <laughs> the Brazilian goalkeeper revolution, Diego Cavallari. Ugh, we can just he move made, on. He made <laughs> one appearance in, in the league ever for Liverpool, if I, if I remember back. A couple of League Cup appearances in one Champions League or Europe, Europa League appearance. I have this appearance. vision of him like almost crying one time, I think. Mm. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Maybe that's not him. <laughs> it could possibly. <laughs> he was not seen very much. No. Next up, Australian. Oh. Came in way too much, but you know we needed him at the time because we had no one. Brad Jones. Uh, that's another rough one. Where is he at now? He's playing in. I, don't know. I think he's playing. I can't remember where he's playing. Wherever he was playing, he was doing well. Is what I remember. The A League. Maybe I can't remember. Maybe <laughs> Scotland. Maybe it's down the, the table in England, but I can't uh, remember. Anyways, Brad Jones, our uh, the second in our Brazilian goalkeeper revolution, Doni from Roma. So we opened up that pipeline. Yeah. You know, he's he, a, was he alone? <laughs> <laughs> no, we bought him. We bought him. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and then he ended up having uh, health issues, and he had to retire early. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, and we just yeah. he just never really some played for us. Goalkeeper adventures over the years, right? man. And then, but all, most of those players were all just understudies for Pepe Reina, who just yeah, played, yeah, played, yeah, played, yeah. played, and never came out of net. We barely ever. And then finally, that. it came Simon Mignolet. Mm. We all know Simon. Yeah. Adam Bogdan. We all know Adam Bogdan. <laughs> Danny Ward. Who is no longer with us? Danny yeah, Ward, Loris Carius, as we know, Loris Carius, and of course Allison. Yeah, so and that rounds up the goalkeepers. It's, it's crazy when you look at that list and then you think of Allison and you're like, "Yeah, he is brilliant, isn't he?" God yeah, dang. yeah. Look at all these <laughs> shit keepers we had. Other than Pepe Reina, most of that list can go. Yeah. So those—that's the goalkeeper list. That's our player pool. Um, 
So here's how it's going to work. We're going to put all the goalkeepers in. Me and Dave are going to draw one each or at a time until we draw two each. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Sorry. Dave is asking if we should save it before it crashes <laughs> out. I'm just going to explain it first and then stop it. So, okay, we'll draw goalkeepers first. We each are going to draw two, one at a time. We'll be back. Then we'll do the defenders one at a time until we each have five. Midfielders one at a time until we each have five. And then attackers one at a time until we have four. Okay. And I'm going to pause it here, and then we'll get the bowl set up, and we'll get it after it. All right. All right. All right. Are we going to rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first? Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Whoever wins rock, paper, scissors will pick goalkeepers first. Then the next person will pick the defenders first. Then back back and forth, who picks the pots first. Okay, so four, the first choice of goalkeepers. Ready? <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I almost okay? want to lose. Rock I kind of want to lose so that you have to get Danielle Padelli out of there. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, best. Whoever wins, wins. No two out of three bullshit. Right, okay, yeah, ready? Right, this is it. All right, here. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh! I've won. I've won the honor. <laughs> I have in my hand the goalkeeper envelope. We're we're, we're, we're dropping. Here, listen, listen to the. This is ASMR, right? Yeah. Here, listen to the papers <laughs> come out of the of the envelope. Oh, there they are. There's yeah, this the, is our Champions League draw. Oh, listen to it shuffle. They're ASMR. <laughs> Do you know what ASMR is? Are you talking about like a public radio kind of No, thing? no, like it's there's these like videos on YouTube where uh people make noises like listen to me eat a sandwich and they have these high def microphones and they oh, get real up close and they're like Dude, YouTube is the weirdest fucking place. Those people, <laughs> people make money. And then off, obviously there's a there's a more adult version where you listen to other type of sound effects. <laughs> and people are really into that. Anyways, my first pick of goalkeepers. Who do I got here? Here, take the ball. Oh wait, have I taken no, I've taken one. Okay. Jersey Dudek. Oh, you lucky. I frick. have at least one decent option. Jersey Dudek, who is most, you know, notoriously known for saving the penalties in Istanbul, but also for dropping the ball to Diego Forlan against Man United. This is true. All right. Here we go. Right, first choice for Dave of goalkeepers out of the bucket. Daniel uh, Padelli. It's Charles fucking Italian. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. At least he's out of the pot. I don't have to take him. There's definitely your bench goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> if God. you get Danielle Padelli, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I better get Allison. You next. better you better draw James Milner and throw him in goal. <laughs> I will. Oh, I'm serious. My goodness. Could I have a more ridiculous? Uh, what? Loris Carius. Oh, I'm right. Loris Carius and Jersey Dudek. Alright, yeah, but yeah, you can okay, you can Could I get two of the more bumbling goalkeepers <laughs> in the history of like I got both of the goalkeepers that make mistakes? Come on, Allison. In the era that we're picking. How could Okay, you're gonna get Danielle Padelli. <laughs> Brad fucking Jones. Oh, Brad Jones. oh my God! Oh. Off to a blazing start here. Oh, I, I'm removing the goalkeepers. <laughs> Brad oh, Jones and Charles so Atange. You're taking How Brad Jones. How bad is it that Brad Jones is the clear favorite? Oh, oh. God! I have the defender folder. I'm now emptying. I'm gonna need a beastly defense. So yes. I can hit, like he needs to have an Allison-style boring life. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Hold on, Mamadou Saku came unrolled here. Got to roll him up. Yeah. So Brad Jones is your starter. I'm still I mean, clearly. I'm still debating in my head which bumbling, flapping idiot that I I'm want. I'm going to Jersey Dudek. Yeah, At least right? he shows up in Europe. Yeah, maybe we'll, <laughs> if we go to a penalties, then yeah, here you go. Mix him up. Yeah, there it is. So yeah. David gets to draw first. We'll each be drawing five defenders. So oh, that's we're right. I we're, go first. we're gonna get a majority. So do I go all five? No, one at a time. Okay, one yeah. at a time. That's what I thought. 
right. Sammy Hippia. Oh, that's pretty solid. 405 Sammy Hippia. I will take that. I'm just going to dive right on in. Nope. 0405 Jean Arnerisa. Oh, you son of a I've got my left back sorted. <laughs> I've got my left back sorted. All right. Danny Wilson. Danny Wilson. No, it's Andrea Dosena. Oh, your own underrated, underappreciated. Yeah, I can deal with that. This has started out way more promising than the yeah. goalkeepers. <laughs> way less disastrous. <laughs> Jan Kromkomp. <laughs> He said, oh, you're going to talk shit about me, are you? <laughs> oh, shit. Give him a hug. I've got Jan fucking Kromkomp as my center back right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice. 13-14 skirtle. God damn. <laughs> All right, my back line's coming together. Yeah, now. you've got center back pairing at least. <laughs> yeah. All that's, right. It's actually, that's actually an interesting pairing that we would have never gotten to see, a little skirtle hoopia. Yeah, that would have been a good. That would have been actually pretty okay, good. Okay, good. Steve Finnan. I've right. got my I've got my that's, wing backs. That's fair. My outside of my defense settled. Inside, we got Jan Kompkomp <laughs> right now. So we need to. All, All right, right, two more each. Two more each. All right, what do we got here? Kyriakos. Oh, man. I mean, I'm going to have all the center backs. Yeah, jeez. Well, save, from, <laughs> save some for me. You I'm can like, play I'm three gonna, at the back. Yeah, I would have to play. I might have to. <laughs> all right, this one looks like a good one, right? What is it? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> My defense is shit. Paul Komchesky. Ooh. <laughs> brutal. So at this point in time, because you have to play center backs, you can't play like just wing backs. I have to play Jan Kromkom. <laughs> Jan, Jan Kromkom is, is in the right. side. This is coming together nicely. Oh, my now. goodness. Jan Kromkom is in my side at this point. Because Paul Komchesky is an outside back. I'm not going to play him over whoever. Dejan Lovren. Oh, my God. Dude, I have all the center backs. Hey, well, you're playing three at the back. Yeah, that's I, I think that's pretty that's well settled, settled now. Unless you draw James Milner, and then you can work. That I, yeah, that I can get two full backs. Oh, just give me a fucking center back that's worth <laughs> shit. Oh, my goodness. I'm the opposite of you. I have Fabio Aurelio. <laughs> so, yeah, Yom Kromkomp is fucking in my side. No, that's it. I think we're done. Oh, is that it? Yeah, five defenders, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, got we five defenders. All right, so five defenders down. Oh, I have four God. center backs. <laughs> yeah, I have four outside backs, so. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, on to the midfielders we go. Oh, good. I draw first yeah. this year. <laughs> Give me that shit. Drawing first has led to be uh, lead the worst picks. Yeah, yeah, it really has. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, yeah. I no, need wait. James Milner. I'm going to put him at center back. If no, I wait, drawing first has been better because you have the better goalkeepers. No, but I drew second on goalkeeper. No, you oh, no you're, first, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Drawing second has led to disaster. Yom Kromkomp is starting. <laughs> That's all that matters at this point in time, folks. I'm like, man, I might. Uh, I think I got to go skirtle hit. Please give me Gerard. Oh, my fucking God. Stuart Downing. Oh, oh Stuart. Oh, man, this has turned into quite the lineup. I have okay goalkeepers. Like, I have the better of the goalkeepers, but I don't have, like, world-class. Joe Allen. Oh, okay, good. Right, there so. we go. <laughs> it's not going great. All right. All right, we'll just dive right in. Grab this is the one I want. Yes, yes, I got a peek. It's Shabby <laughs> Alonzo 0809. All right, lucky you. I can put a defend, a defensive midfielder in front of Jan Kronkamp now. <laughs> and at least stop the bleeding. What do we got here? We have... 
John Joe Shelby. Ooh. All right. You got a little classic little midfield going oh, on there. This is, uh, we're going with the uh, 2011 Allen. 2012 squad. Great. Joe Allen and. Uh, oh, it's happened. James Milner. Oh, he's got the Swiss Army knife. I can play him wherever I want now. Oh, bullshit. Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. What do we got? Sissoko. Oh, that's not bad. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're at three, so two more for each of us. All right. Yeah. Give me Stevie. <laughs> Give me Stevie. Oh, my goodness, Charlie Adam. I have, I have <laughs> Stuart Downing and Charlie Adam are inseparable. <laughs> They're inseparable. You can't get rid of them. They're, they, they, one, they, where one goes, the other follows. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How have I wound up with Stuart Downing and Charlie Adam? <laughs> it's rough. It's a rough midfield. Oh, oh I shouldn't man. have made that joke, like how they go together. <laughs> Yo, say them both together, because they're basically, oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. What do we got? I need a belter. Raul Morales. Okay. We are going to the 11-12 squad. All right. Okay, come on. I can live with that. Last pick for both of us, midfield. Give me Steven. Give me Steven. <laughs> Get off of here. Okay, interesting. Coutinho, 16-17. All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I've, my midfield is shaping up as, as, as a three with his Alonzo and Milner or something. Because I've got Charlie Adams student dying. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Who is Lazar Markovic. Oh, my goodness. That's it, right? Damn we have it. the five? Yeah, that's yeah, five. That's five. And then All just right. four attackers, and you get to choose first. So. All right. Yeah, my midfield, I, I ended up with decent options. But now it's like, do I play Charlie Adams so I can move? I pulled that out and I was like, okay, I can't see the name. I have a good feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lazar Markovich comes out. Oh. Damn it. All right. All right, attackers. And Dave will get the pick first. Here, here's the envelope. Dump in the names. No Gerard. No Gerard in either squad. No Gerard. Wow. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy talk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're going to make some transfers at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Because Jan Krom comes my starting center back. <laughs> That's painful. No, it's the game. This is how the game works. This is how it is. This is how it works. This is the team builder, baby. Oh, I, now we're definitely doing the footy man oh, uh, yeah. simulation because this is way better than I expected. I'm like, which team doesn't get relegated at this rate? All right. My first attacker is... 0708 Torres. No, that's pretty decent. Yeah, I'll take that. That is pretty decent. All right. This one looks like a nice one. One of four. Oh, Ricky Lambert. <laughs> I'll put him at center back. <laughs> right? Went ahead. Of... And then tell him, face your goal and pretend you're scoring. <laughs> Clear the ball every time. Craig Bellamy. Oh, not bad. Yeah, second one. Get a little winger out there. Uh, that'll work. I feel like he could play midfield. <laughs> Milan Jovanovic. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. My attack is not so good. Oh, this is shaping up crazy. Oh, no. All right. What do we got? Who's this? Andre freaking Voronin, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you only have one more pick, too. I know. Oh, goodness. Uh, come on. Give me Peter Crouch or something. Yossi Ben Ayun. Oh, okay. All right. I can That's... slide him back in the midfield, too, if I need yeah. to. Oh. All right. That, that works. Okay. We got one more. Come on, one more, baby. Last give me, one. Give me Suarez. Oh, Oops, losing pieces. It's the one down there. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's Christian Benteke. Oh no! So wait, we have Christian freaking Benteke. We have Jovanovic out there. We have Veronin, Christian Benteke, and Ricky Lambert have all come out of the pot. Oh jeez. Oh, this is painful. See, right. and I was worried. I was like, is there enough of a balance of really shit players to good players? And there obviously is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my last choice. Nice. Nice. Dirk Cout. Okay. Nice. All right. So now that we're done selecting, run down, run down your roster. Let's see who you got. All right. In goal, we have uh, Brad Jones and Charles Etange. <laughs> Great <laughs> options. <laughs> Uh, all right, and in the back, I have four center backs in Kyriakos, Lovren, 0405 Hippia, and 1314 Skirtle, and then we have Andrea Dosena. <laughs> in the midfield, I have Lazar Markovic, Sissoko, Raul Morales, Joe Allen, John Joe Shelby. Okay. That's five, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all five. And then in attack, <laughs> uh, we have Andre Voronin, Christian Benteke. 0708 Torres and Craig Bellamy. Not bad. Do you got to give a couple shouts in there for good players? Yeah, not too bad. Also some shit ones, but here's hey, <laughs> let's not speak so quickly, Jordan, because your turn has come. And goalkeeper, I have a choice between Jersey Dudek and Loris Karius. No. Not bad. Compared uh, it to it yours, could be worse. It could be worse. Much yeah. better. However, my defense, I do have 0405 Risa. I do have Steve Finnan. I do have Fabio Aurelio. However, I'm left with Paul Komczewski and Jan Kramkamp. Uh, I have one center back traditionally. I'm going to have to get creative with my lineup. All right, that's the defenders. In the midfield, a little better for me here. Although I do have Stuart Downing and Charlie Adam, the inseparable couple. <laughs> but I also have the 16-17 Coutinho, James Milner, and the 0809 Alonzo. It's not, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Up front, somehow, some way, Ricky Lambert and Milan Jovanovic. <laughs> Most like I've said those first because they're probably gonna be on the bench. Yeah, and I that's have what I did with mine. You'll see Ben Ayun <laughs> and Dirk Kout. Um, so it looks like you have your little lineup set up over I, there. I, I'm working on it. Yeah, it's coming together now. Right now I have it as a three-five-two. Okay. Obviously Brad Jones in goal because it's the lesser of two evils. Yeah. We're going three at the back with Lovren, Hippia, and thirteen-fourteen Skirtle, three okay. center backs. All right, and then in midfield, I don't have any like real wide players other than Markovic, who's not gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to go Sissoko out on the right, Morales, Joe Allen, John Joe Shelby in the middle, and I'm going to put Docena on the left wing. Interesting. I like it. Yeah, that yeah. works. Yeah, Because he used to get forward a lot. Yeah. So he's going to be chipping uh, Man United goalkeepers from the left wing now. <laughs> All right. And then up top, I'm going to go Craig Bellamy and Fernando Torres. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I thought about putting Bellamy on the wing. But that would mean playing Andre Voronin or Christian Benteke, and that <laughs> shit ain't happening. <laughs> oh yeah, right, so I'm trying to figure mine out, and I think I, I think I know what I'm going with here. So I'm definitely going to start Jersey Dudek in goal, just because. Yeah, he he didn't go as mental as Loris Carius has, and so no. yeah, part of me wants to play Carius just for the ball playing abilities, but he wasn't actually that good at ball playing anyway. No. So he couldn't pick out a pass to save his <clears> ass. So definitely Steve Finnan has to go right back, 100%, because I have no other options for that. <laughs> now, uh, I'm tempted to stick Paul Komczewski next to Jan Kronkamp <laughs> in the middle, just so I can have two center backs. This back line. But I can't do that. Paul Komczewski is going to the bench. He's going over here. Yeah. 
I'm going to put Jan Kromkamp in the middle because he's the only traditional center back I have, okay? <laughs> and he's going in the middle all by himself. Oh. We're going we're gonna to get to the midfield to support him a little bit. <laughs> and then I'm thinking about saving Risa for the midfield, so I'm putting Fabio Aurelia as my left back. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think I know where you're going with this. Oh, yeah. I'm, this midfield's about to be packed, okay? <laughs> so, obviously, obviously, 100%, I have to put Jabby Alonso and James Milner holding in front of Jan Kromkamp. Yeah, that's fair. He needs... All the help he can get back there, that young. <laughs> okay. In front of them, uh, in an attacking midfield, I'm going to put Philip Coutinho, 16-17. Like playing that. the 10. I need that. Yeah. Oh. I like that. Stuart Downing, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and Charlie Adam is already off over there, right? So what, I'm looking down here now. So I got three at the back. I've got three in the midfield right now. I got one back there. So I got four more players to, to select. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put John Arnerisa as an attacking left Left winger, right? Okay. Left midfielder, kind of. His job mainly is going to be come back and sit in next to fucking Jan Kromkamp when we're <laughs> defending, and then use all his speed to try to join the attack. We'll put him back there. Um, I'm going to put Yossi Benayoun out on the right wing. Okay. Boom. There he goes. And then we're going to have a fucking partnership of Dirk Kout and Ricky Lambert up front. <laughs> I just had too many shit players to offload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dirk Cout's oh, gonna be gonna be like dropping in behind, and like the same thing with John and Arisa. Like you know, Yossi Ben Ayun, you need to get the fuck back and chuck into Young Kronkamp, yeah, and then fly forward. So Dirk Cout's <laughs> gonna kind of be like that in between player that like you know fills in on the right wing when we're going forward a little bit. It's very fluid. <laughs> so yeah, I, okay. I'm envisioning this squad, and it's anything but fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm looking at this and, uh, I got, so I got, I got Finnan next to Kromkamp, next to Aurelio. I got Risa in front of Aurelio. I got Ben Ayun in front of Finnan. I got Alonzo and James Milner holding with Coutinho's attacking midfield holder in front and Dirk Kout and Ricky Lambert. <laughs> I mean, Coutinho would have left a lot sooner if he was just supporting yeah, right? Dirk Kout So Ricky honestly, Lambert. like, you know, I'm looking at your team and I'm, I'm thinking that I think I have, uh, a definite advantage in the central midfield. Yeah. Well, I mean, Shelby's going to commit some fouls yeah. and get himself thrown out of games. Morales, I don't mind, but yeah, you're you're going to run over Joe Allen and Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, you probably got the advantage. I've got James there. Milner and Javi Alonso. I got the advantage in the back. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, Except for a goal. If you get a shot off, I'm kind of screwed, but Like I'm the the main problem for me is that you have Fernando Torres as your striker <laughs> and that he's going to be going at Jan Kromkamp. <laughs> With Craig Bellamy to help him. Yeah, so, like, there's nothing really good going on back there. So, to be honest, I had to play, like, a very shit counterattacking style of football. Yeah. And, like, it would work if we had a center back, but we don't. <laughs> you have a bit of defensive stoutness to you, and you have, like, enough hard-nosed guys in the midfield. I'm very tempted. I know we're supposed to, like, argue our own merits, but your team would probably win. <laughs> 100%. Like, Brad Jones, yeah, he's not great. But, like, well, what does footy manager say? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. We're, gonna we're definitely going to do it. So we're, I'm definitely, what we're going to do is, yeah, we'll write down these squads or whatever, and um, I'll go and I'll pull their stats from, like, well, for instance, the seasons that we named, I'll go get their, like, stats, right. and I'll start putting it into the, the creator player database or whatever, and we'll create <laughs> the two teams. Well, first of all, uh, let's go to the benches real quick. Okay. Like, so, like, who are, who's your, like, first few off the off the, off the the bench then? Uh, well, I'm definitely going to say Kyriakos can come in uh, and help out the back line. 
Oh, God, then I just have to pick. Uh, like, Charles Atange never gets to see the field ever again. So, um, between Benteke, Markovic, and Andre Vornin. Andre Vornin, I cannot stand. So, so I guess, never... like, you have, like, an option of, like, Christian Benteke as, like, your second, like, you know, yeah, okay, it's... we got to boot balls up. Now we're going to put Christian Benteke in. Yeah, like, I could pull Mark or um, Bellamy off and throw Benteke on to help support Torres. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Benteke, Markovic, and Kyriakos are my three subs each game. Yeah. If we get a lead, I can just, like, pull a midfielder out and put Kyriakos in and <laughs> sit on the game. <laughs> Four center back Just system. Punt the ball when you get it. Yeah, for me, it's uh, I don't even have like really any many options about what we're gonna do if we because <laughs> here's my sub bench, okay? And this speaks to how I just offloaded the shit. First of all, I got Loris Carius. It's it, like worst case scenario, he has to come in if there's an injury to Jersey Dudek. Yeah. So he's probably not coming in. Then to switch the game up, I have a choice between Paul Koncheski, Milan Jovanovic, <laughs> Stuart Downing, and Charlie Adam. Basically, hey lads, starting eleven. You either win or you don't. <laughs> I, if you're playing shit, there's no consequences. You're staying on the field. If you even don't even want to try, it doesn't even matter because you're oh, going to be man. on the pitch. I'm like, should we have added another <laughs> good player category? <laughs> well, it's insane that because I'm, I'm thinking we about it, We right? drew all the shit out of these pots. We, we definitely drew. Well, first of all, I've got from why did we ever sign you? Paul Koncheski, Milan Jovanovic. Stuart Downing and Charlie Adam. <laughs> That's a rough one. Right? I've got, I've got. And Jan Kromkamp. Like, I drew, I drew five out of that possible 20. <laughs> or no, 10. It's just 10. I drew, I drew half. I drew half of them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, all I got was Vornin. Uh, I think, who else was in that pot? Was Benteke in that pot? Or he was in the bus. He was in the bus. Yeah, and Markovic was in the bus, Yeah, I think, yeah. So I, I drew all the fucking shit ones. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, all the, like, really, like, you, like, you know, like, like uh. really, really shit ones. Like Paul Koncheski and Milan Jovanovic. And then somehow, someway, I pulled the Stuart Downing, Charlie Adam <laughs> couple out. Like, there's, like, they're always intended to be. So, all right, for a team builder edition two, we recycle the ones that didn't get picked and add in players we were linked with but never actually signed. Okay, yeah, I like it. Yeah, we That's can do we'll that do. definitely. So, yeah, I'll get on the footy men and we'll, uh, maybe I can find some way to, like, you know, get to, like maybe a write up or we'll, we can record a pod and I can sit down with you and, like, fill you in on how the games went and all the stats or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we could do, like, a Skype combo if we need. We could, or we could just run, we could, we could play it and then run the simulations and, like, commentate what's going on in the game. <laughs> and we're like, okay, so now uh, it appears that. I actually he... have to watch that. <laughs> Well, no, like, because you can, like, set up and, like, watch, like, the highlights afterwards or whatever, like, the, oh, like the key moments or whatever. It's oh. a very, it's a very, uh, uh, there's a lot of depth to the game or whatever. All right. They have, like, a 2D engine and a 3D engine, so you can watch, We're like, We're doing this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I but, have um, to see this team play. Yeah, so we'll write down our two squads. So, yeah. Yeah, All we'll right. write down and we'll, and we'll get it together. If this show gives you anything, <laughs> it should be perspective on how amazing this current Liverpool team yeah, is. Yeah, 100%. Because look at all the shit we've collected over the last 13 years. Yeah. It's so weird, too, because I have like a, I, like, I have, I have world-class player in Alonzo, a world-class player in Philip Coutinho. I have like a legend in John Ernie Risa. Um but all the other shit around it makes it <laughs> unnoticeable. 
I'm just so happy I got hippie as Skirtle and, well, Lovren or Kiriakos. Yeah, because at, at the end That's of That's okay with yeah. me. You always have the option of sitting back and defending and it going okay. Yeah. We're definitely going to, this is going to be a Rafa dream team, right? Here. I don't have that choice. <laughs> I don't have the choice of being defensively sound. You just need Coutinho to go crazy. Basically, Just yeah. get fed by Alonzo and just be scoring goals. I need Ricky Lambert to score some headed goals, actually. Like, yeah. A lot of this is resting on Ricky yeah. Lambert, playing to his best of his ability. Cal cleaning up all the Coutinho rebounds. Exactly. Like, we can we can get away with it. <laughs> Probably not. It all really rests on Ricky Lambert and Jan Kromkamp. <laughs> and I don't like the idea of relying on You're either. like, I don't know, this is a relegation <laughs> squad. <laughs> This team isn't, yeah, this team couldn't even win the League Cup if it played everyone's backup squads. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah, so we'll, 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 uh, right, get, we'll run we'll get, it. We'll get the simulation going. We'll, we'll cook up another team builder episode. But yeah. Yeah, and you know what? If you listen to this show and you have suggestions for categories we ought to add, yeah. get them in, in time for the next Tampa Bay Cop Talk. And we will start formulating it when we go to do that. Also, when we when we throw this pot up, I think I'll throw up a picture with it in the blog of the two sides head to head. And if there you have an go. opinion on which team you think would win, yes, <laughs> yes, get us hit us in the comments. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's it for Team Builder episode one. Um, All right. I'm Jordan. That was good. I'm David. Yeah. Until next time. Cheers. The, yeah. Cheers. Up the Reds.